pleased to have an old colleague of mine. He's not old. He's my age, very young man. Uh, Seth Wickersham has written a uh, book, and uh, my gosh, this thing is the – I've never seen so much buzz for a book. It's better to be feared about the Patriots. Seth, I uh, appreciate you, appreciate your friendship, and appreciate you, uh, by the way, checking on me when I put my bicycle in that ditch. You were reaching out to me, and uh, just know how much I appreciated that, and uh, I'm excited about this new book. Yeah, can you hear me? Oh, I got you. I got you. I'm sorry. I just gave you a beautiful introduction, and I don't think you heard any of it. So, <laughs> yeah, I did. Can you hear me? Oh, you did. Yeah. Okay, I got you now. Yeah, yeah I wasn't. Hey, man, no, that was you. awesome. I mean, honestly, I should just hang up because that was such a beautiful introduction. It can only go down from here. <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah. It 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 may do it, but my gosh, this has really been a uh, this has really been cool to see everything. Do you ever worry, Seth? When you you got a book ready to come out, and then I mean. My gosh, that ESPN story the other day, it had like 15 different anecdotes from the book. And my only worry, Seth, was like, are, are, they, are, are they sharing too much of Seth's book? I mean, it's kind of like one of those TV shows or movies. I'm just like, wait, is, is, is Seth okay with this, them sharing this much information from the book? <laughs> no, and, you know, I think that, like, you know, obviously, you know, some of those anecdotes, you know, were a little buzzy. But, you know, the book itself yeah. is about – it's really about Tom Brady and Bill Belichick and, you know, how they achieved this level of greatness. And, yes, there are some, some cuss words in it and some challenging moments and whatnot, but it's really about the ingredients that fueled that greatness and what the costs of that greatness were. Yeah, and, and the fact when it ended, though, that you had that anecdote where Bill wanted to not meet in person. Tom Brady obviously was going to meet in person. It's the end, and Bill wants to do that thing by phone. I, I think reading that, it just it just fuels the thought that Belichick is this sort of dark Darth Vader-like character, which we've sort of always thought. In some ways, it, it confirms that. Um, I, I, it's just interesting, Seth, you never know what people, I'm sure when you write all this stuff, what are they going to react to? But man, that, that kind of thing just seemed to confirm a lot of what our, our thoughts of are for Belichick. And I know there's stuff in the book that maybe paints him in different ways, but, uh, I, I feel like Seth, that got a whole lot of, uh, reaction and, I mean, even when you first found that out, did it even surprise you or have you been around Belichick and studied that team so much that that didn't surprise you at all? Well, it, I, it really had more to do with Brady and his reaction to it. You know, Bill was, Bill was unavailable and out of town, and, and Tom was the one who later told a friend that night that he thought it was telling that they ended up, yeah. you know, saying goodbye over the phone rather than in person. It, it really – had more to do with Tom's perception of it and what he told a friend that night than it did uh, Bill. Yeah. And I, I just, the conversation itself was very gracious. I mean, Bill called him the greatest player the league had ever seen, and, um, you know, it was a very nice call. It's just that it ended up being a call, not in person. Yeah, it's just hard to believe. I thought that was interesting the other night, though, that Belichick goes in the locker room and spins – 20, 25 minutes. Uh, Seth, you can just claim that your book and, and the details that are starting to, uh, some of the anecdotes that are out there, caused him to want to go do that. Maybe he would have done it anyway. But let's claim that the Wickersham book caused him to do that. That was, uh, But that was interesting um, for a guy that doesn't really want to show anything and is known for his famously quick post-game hugs or handshakes to go do that. I 
I, I do think it sheds light on that at the that deep, deep down, there has to be an enduring respect between these two guys. Absolutely, and I think that it was a, it was. A, it was a good meeting to have. I think that, like, you know, the game was, was terrifically played. I mean, those two minds going against each other. And I thought that Belichick's defense, you know, did a great job of slowing Brady down. He threw a lot of incomplete passes. And, and Brady was able to make some incredible plays with his feet that kind of ended up changing the game. But, you know, the, the fact that they got together after the game and kind of connected, and from Brady's perspective at least, you know, was something that he feels like that they're in a great place. I think was was a it was good for everybody involved, and and it's I'm glad that it happened. All right, talking to Seth Wickersham, uh, it's better to be feared is the book, uh, and uh, Seth, tell everybody real quick because I don't want to forget this, like how they could maybe pre-order and uh, get the book, and uh, and 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 tell this old sports writer, you know, how he could maybe obtain a copy of this as well, maybe even sign do i need to send it maybe i'll send it to you i I, i'd like i'd like a wickersham uh message perhaps in there or a dm you could just dm me well you can pick up the book anywhere you buy books i mean i think that people um you know hopefully if if they're interested enough to buy it um hopefully they'll know how to get it but you can get it online or in any bookstore and um i think you and i can talk alone about that one yeah yeah okay all right we could we could certainly do that now uh the Welker Brady moment. I, I like that. This excerpt that came out today. This thought mm-hmm. that if a receiver was going to say, and we all know Wes Welker around the state of Texas, but even someone as close to him as that was out there trying to p- play a little foggy, and then he runs a bad route, and 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 Tom lets him have it. There were no like sacred cows. It, you know, it, you, the more you read, and even I think Dante Stallworth in the same in the same excerpt was worried that maybe he didn't know something in that Cowboys game. Like there, Tom was an equal opportunity. Was there was there anybody that Tom was unwilling to go after on the sideline? He's an amazing player. I think that's something that he and Belichick have in common is that they just are relentless perfectionists and they are hard and they demand a lot and can get on people's nerves, but they're very similar in that regard. We spend a lot of time talking about their differences, but they have, you know, not only the trait that all great, you know, athletes and coaches have, which is this, this innate drive for perfection, but they're, they're both optimists. We don't think about them that way. Um, especially Belichick, who can appear very dour at times, but nobody has ever believed in the in the promise and the power and the possibilities of the next play like these two. You see it happen on international stages where Brady twice in Super Bowls rallied his team for wins when they were down double digits in the fourth quarter. All of the the goal line stands that Belichick's defenses have engineered over the years, going back to the 1986 Super Bowl against the Broncos when he was the defensive coordinator. These guys are able to flush whatever happens on any given down and focus on what's ahead better than anybody else in NFL history. And I think that that's one of the things that often gets lost as we look at, like, you know, the differences in personality between the two men. Yeah, and, and what do you think? I, I love that personality thing because Tom Brady now, uh, it, it, whether it's Twitter or whatever, does, does it almost seem like, and I mean, he was always somewhat of an engaging guy at times, and, and maybe I, we're overthinking this, but it just seems like since he's been at Tampa Bay, he's turned into more of like the Peyton Manning, 
in some ways kind of a lovable character who's funny on Twitter. And I just don't I don't ever remember really that persona of him all those years with the Patriots. Am I reading too much into that or have you having been so close to the team and and and, and learning all about that? Do you almost see that happening? Um, I think that when you're a member of the New England Patriots, you know, you're an employee of an organization that has an organizational philosophy. And even though he was obviously not just an employee, he was, you know, Tom effing Brady, um, you know, he, he was, I think he, he, he did speak the company line a lot. And since he's been in Tampa Bay, I think he's definitely been more willing to show us, you know, elements of his personality, definitely taken on more endorsements, endorsements, it seems like, and, you know, he and whoever is running his social media team are definitely more engaged on social media. What did you do the other night when, when uh, Belichick said something along the lines of, I, I'm not even sure if I've met this writer. I've, I've seen some of your quotes, but did you, did you just, what, what is it, did you, was it humorous or did you, were you just kind of like incredulous? What was your, that had to be a strange, uh, a surreal moment for you, uh, knowing kind of what you came back and have said on, tw- on social media that you have had several meetings with him over the years. Yeah, just a curious thing that he said. You know, maybe I just wasn't that memorable. I'm not quite sure. But I think, I think he <laughs> remembered me. And, you know, I just felt it necessary to clarify that, you know, he, he didn't cooperate for the book, and I was very clear about that. But um, I have interviewed him on numerous occasions and met with him. Yeah, and I think one time you revealed he you didn't feel like the interview had gone particularly well, and he actually, as you're kind of getting ready to pack up and leave, we've all had those kind of interviews happen. He suddenly became uh, he, he incredibly engaging. Re- it was things. nuts. Yeah. I mean, you know, I was we were sitting next to each other, and I was asking these questions, and my questions just weren't working. And you know, he was kind of staring at the ground, and it was just awkward and. I think after 15 or so minutes, I, I thanked him for his time. And then he just started volunteering stories, and they were good stories. It's like he understood what I was trying to get at, even if my questions weren't eliciting the best answers. And he was really, really helpful. Yeah, yeah, that had that had to be interesting. Well, the book is It's Better to Be Feared. It is Seth Wickersham from ESPN. By the way, the uh, reaction to all this, that can be one of the most provincial communities and fan bases in all of sports. We see it in baseball. We see it with the Patriots. Um, but, I mean, I think, like you say, once people read this whole book, there's a lot of nuance and there's a lot of the whole picture is included. It's not just sort of these explosive things that come out. What has been the reaction so far? Or do you, uh, are, did you, are you like me? You just tried never to read the comments to anything. Yeah, I don't read the comments, but the the reaction's been great. I mean, I'm very lucky to, you know, be asked to talk about the book and discuss it. And, um, you know, I'm really looking forward to, to it being out in the world. All right, Seth. Hey, congratulations to you. And, uh, man, I can't wait to, uh, to read it and really appreciate you uh, coming on with us. Thanks, bud. Always good to talk to you. There he goes, Seth Wickersham uh, with uh, ESPN. And-